Welcome to King's Touch Church Podcast. We're so glad you're here. And wherever you're listening from, we believe God's word will impact your everyday life. Hallelujah. Stay standing, lift those hands, let us pray. Today, Jesus, we are hungry for you. Holy Spirit, we love you tonight. Our hearts, our spirits, our very lives are focused, attuned unto you. Because it's all about you. Lord, thank you because you are in our midst today according to your word. And where two, three are gathered in your name, there you are in their midst. We thank you because you're right here. Now, Lord, we ask that you stretch forth your hand of power and glory. Touch us, speak to us. Just be glorified in our lives. We give you all the praise. We give you all the honor. Because surely only you are worthy. In the name of Jesus and everyone said, Amen. Hallelujah, let's give God a mighty praise. Hallelujah, you may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Hallelujah. Ah, thank you, my brother. Hallelujah. Turn to your neighbor, tell them, neighbor, good to see you here today. God bless you. Tell them, God bless you, thank you for coming. Hallelujah. How many of you are here for the first time this week? You were not here on Thursday. You were not here on Friday last night. Let me see your hand if it's your first day through the course of this week. Ah, God bless you. I trust you will be blessed. Hallelujah. How many were here yesterday? Amen. God bless you. And I trust many of you were here on Thursday as well. In your Bibles, let's go to the book of Joshua, and uh, the Lord will do a great work in us. Hallelujah. Well, in the book of Joshua, chapter number one, we've been reading from verse one, we went all the way to verse number seven. We'll read again tonight today. Joshua 1 all the way from verse 1 to verse number 7. The Bible declares, Now after the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, it came to pass that the Lord spake unto Joshua, the son of Nun, Moses' minister, saying, Moses, my servant, is dead. Now therefore arise, go over this Jordan, thou and all these people, and to the land which I do give to them, even to the children of Israel. Every place that the sole of your foot shall tread upon, that have I given unto you, as I said unto Moses. From the wilderness and this Lebanon, even unto the great river, the river Euphrates, all the land of the Hittites and unto the great sea toward the going down of the sun shall be your coast. There shall not any man be able to stand before thee all the days of thy life. As I was with Moses, so I will be with thee. I will not fail thee, nor forsake thee. Be strong and of a good courage, for unto this people shalt thou divide for an inheritance the land which I swore unto their fathers to give them. Only be thou strong and very courageous, that thou mayst observe to do according to all the law which Moses my servant commanded thee, and turn not from it to the right hand or to the left, 
that thou mayest prosper whithsoever thou goest. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. God is good. God is good today. And is good all the time. Amen. We've been talking about crossing over. And I believe strongly that uh, you are at the brink of going into another dimension. I believe you are at the brink of crossing over into another level. God has seen your faithfulness and has seen your labor at the level level that you have been. And he has predestined that now you may cross over to another dimension. God is a God of faithfulness. Amen. He sees you are going in and you are going out. Amen. He sees your faithful service and he sees your faithfulness in your walk with him. Hallelujah. And God has predestined that in this season he will promote you. That he will elevate you. That he will lift you. That he will take you higher. That he will bring you into your destiny. That he will bring you into some great things to be done. That he will bring you into those promises he has made for you. Hallelujah. Maybe you've been in that circumstance a very long time and you begin to forget that God is able to change it. But I'd like you to know that God has seen all that you've been going through and it is time for you to cross over. Hallelujah. I believe a few months from now you look at yourself and you will see a clear distinction from where you have been to where God has brought you to. Hallelujah. When you examine your life, you'll look at it and you'll see the work and the hand of God. And you'll see that he has taken you from point A to point B to point C to point D. Hallelujah. Amen. You, you are not yet done because God is getting ready to engage another gear. If you have been driving in gear number four a long time, there time comes a time when gear number four is exhausted and you must engage number five. Hallelujah. You may try to go on in four, but the time is up. You must go to number five. When you go to number five, you, you kick in and you have more speed, more, more strength, and you are able to get better, better results, and you, your car doesn't even consume as much. Hello, somebody. I said in your spiritual life, it is time to engage another gear. It is time to go to another dimension. It is time to go to another level. Hallelujah. The things that God has promised you, stop thinking about them as if they are for the distant future. Because they are for the now. Hallelujah. Some of you have been looking at the things God wants to do in your life and you think that they are 10 years from now. God wants you to know now is the season to go into them. Hallelujah. You know if it takes your strength and your wisdom, yes it is 10 years from now. But if you take the strength and the wisdom of God, you can go into them now. Hallelujah. So you must prepare yourself. You must get your mind, your spirit, your very own self ready to cross over into another dimension. Hallelujah. Get ready to go into another level. Amen. Get ready to go into another manifestation of God's grace, God's goodness, and God's glory upon your life. Amen. When you turn around and look at what God has done, even you will see that there is a clear progress. The Bible says the path of the righteous goes brighter and brighter unto that perfect day. Hallelujah. That means that there is an ever-increasing level of God's glory and God's goodness. There is an ever-increasing level of God's light manifest in your life. Hallelujah. So even in your life, things are going to get better. I said things are going to get better. The path is going to get brighter. The light is going to get stronger. The manifestation is going to get bigger. 
Hallelujah. And you're going to see the hand and the glory of God like never before somebody say amen. We have been talking about the anointing. Last night we talked about the anointing to cross over. We began to talk about how to get into that anointing to cross over. On Thursday, we talked about crossing over and uh, four things that we need to cross over. Yesterday, we talked about the anointing to cross over. Because the anointing is the fuel, it is the energy, it is the ability, it is the empowerment of God that enables us to cross over. Hallelujah. If you have a car and you have no fuel, you're not going anywhere. If you run out of fuel at the, at, the, at the corner of the road, you need more fuel to keep going. Amen. So that anointing is the fuel that energizes us, empowers us, quickens us, uh, uh, moves in us so that we can cross over. People who are not able to cross over and enter their destiny are the kind who have run out of gas. Now I know uh, as many of you drive and uh, I know you've been very blessed. You've never run out of petrol. But uh, I'm one of those who uh, sometime in the past have run out of petrol. I know the rest of you are very spiritual and very, you know, everything is in order. You never run out of petrol. If you run out of petrol, you just pray and God takes the car uh, until the next petrol station. Hallelujah. <laughs> but there's nothing as bad as running out of gas. Uh, you may have a nice little uh, suit on and uh, in the middle of the rain you run out of gas and you cannot wait for the rain to end you must go uh, and find the petrol uh, in the middle of the rain so with your nice suit and your nice tie you grab a hold of a black jerrycan and uh, begin to walk your way all the way to the gas station you have run out of gas you look so silly you look worse than the people who don't have a car because you see, if you don't have a car, you don't run out of gas. And uh, you're used to walking and things are as business as usual. But if you are dressed for the car and you're putting on those high-heeled shoes, sisters, and you're going for a nice wedding and you run out of gas, you better have some good brothers who want something from you. They can call them and they'll bring you gas in the middle of the rain. But if you have no such phone number in your phone, you look at it and you have to walk yourself to the gas station. Ah, uh, it is raining. And the gas attendant asks you, what do you want the petrol for? And you look at him and say, the petrol is not for me to drink. It is obviously for a vehicle. And he asks you, where is the vehicle? And you say, I ran out of gas on the highway, on the road. It is so terrible. That's what happens when the people of God run out of the anointing. They are able to do great things. They are able to turn cities around. But they have run out. They have run out of the ability of God. Uh, the Bible says that let your head lack no oil. Because once you have oil on your head, you will forever function in the glory of God. Hallelujah. The Bible says God spoke to the high priest and he said every day of your life as you get up in the morning, put oil on your head. Put, your, put oil on your thumbs. Put oil on your big toes. So that you can think under the anointing. So that everything that you touch has the unction flowing on it and everywhere that your feet walk the anointing of God will go before you because that anointing will make things possible hallelujah amen so in order for you to cross over you need to learn how to function in the anointing of your crossover you want to go out of the anointing of, uh, of 1,000. You need to get into the anointing of uh, 100,000. It is an anointing. You need to get into the anointing of uh, 10 million. It's an anointing. You need to get into the anointing of 100 million. It is an anointing. Amen. 
You want to get into the anointing of multiple businesses. You need to put your focus and your attention to know and to appreciate that there is a new anointing that God wants you to enter. Hallelujah. So in order for us to cross over, we must have the action of God, the anointing of God quickening us to cross over. Amen. Three things we're going to share tonight as we talk about the anointing to cross over. Last, last night we talked about four. We'll not go through those four again. Those of you who missed it, I'm sure there's uh, tapes or CDs or something available that you can be able to get. Tonight we're going to talk about three things that we need to walk in the anointing of cross over. Hallelujah. Number one, if we are going to flow in the anointing of the crossover, we need to release that anointing by the prophetic anointing. Now, many of us understand the prophetic flow of the gifts of God as instruction. God gives us prophetic words and prophetic direction to instruct us where to go. And it is true the prophetic is for instruction. But we must also understand uh, prophetic release. Because sometimes some things are not going to be released until a prophetic anointing proclaims them and releases them and causes them to be birthed out of the realm of the natural. I mean out of the realm of the, uh, out of the, realm of the spiritual and bring them to be manifest in the natural where we we can see them. The prophetic anointing has the ability to release. It releases what God has got in the spirit realm for us and releases it in the natural. Hallelujah. If we are going to operate in a certain anointing, we must get under a certain prophetic flow. The Bible tells us of a man called Samuel. God sent him to anoint another man called Saul as the king of Israel. And the Bible declares he set a table before the city. And when Saul came looking for donkeys, Samuel apprehended him. And he told him, has it not, is it not that the Lord has got his heart on you and that the whole of Israel is seeking after thee? And he told him, when you leave this place, you are going to experience such and such occurrences and when those things come upon you the spirit of the Lord will come on you and you will begin to prophesy and he said after you prophesy you will be transformed, you will be changed from the man, from the guy that you have been into another man and he told him after that prophetic anointing has been released you can go on and do whatever that is upon your heart to do because God is with you we must appreciate that Saul was an ordinary guy until he came under the prophetic anointing. That prophetic unction released him and quickened him, enabling him to go into another dimension. Enabling him to cross over from being an ordinary guy to being an extraordinary man of God. When we appreciate the prophetic anointing, we understand that the prophetic anointing is a releasing anointing. Hallelujah. It is an anointing that brings things out of the realm of the spirit and releases releases them into the natural. It takes things that have been hidden in the heavenlies and proclaims them and causes them to be brought forth in the realm of the natural. I'm reminded in the scriptures when the king of Israel needed a miracle, he went to a prophet and he said, look, I need something. I need a breakthrough because our enemies are subduing us. Do something for us. And the man of God said, bring me a minstrel. And the minstrel came in the house and the minstrel began to play on a harp. And as he played on 
that happened, the prophet began to stir up his spirit and he began to go into the realm of the spirit. And as he began to go into the realm of the spirit, he began to prophesy and he began to declare the word of God unto the king of Israel. Now remember that God Almighty was quickening the prophet to transform and to translate what is in the realm of the spirit and bring it to pass in the realm of the natural. After some hours of stirring his spirit up, after some seasons of stirring up the anointing of God inside him, the man of God turned and he said, get an arrow and shoot. And the prophet began to shoot out of the window. I mean the king began to shoot out of the window. And the prophet said, how many times did you shoot? And he said, I've shot three times. And the prophet said, I wish you had shot seven times because now you will subdue your enemies three times. Why? He had stirred up the prophetic anointing and in the midst of that prophetic anointing whatever the prophet declared was going to come to pass. We must appreciate those moments when the prophetic anointing of God comes down and we must understand when the realm of the spirit has come down and is embracing the earth and when prophetic declarations are made we should be able to uh, apprehend them, lay a hold of them and get them as a release of the prophetic flow because that prophetic anointing comes with the ability to bring things to pass. Hallelujah. Now, we must understand that their prophetic anointing comes pregnant. The prophetic anointing is pregnant with the tomorrow that it is going to deliver. So when that prophetic word is released, that word comes to bring forth what it has been sent for. God says, let you see, my ways are different from the ways of man. My word cannot come back to me void unless it fulfills that which I have sent it for. Uh, the moment the word is released from the heavens of God, that word will not go back to God until it has fulfilled the purpose for which it has been sent. If we don't understand the implications of that prophetic flow it goes over our head and we don't understand it and we don't get a hold of it we must appreciate what God is doing the prophetic anointing that is flowing and lay a hold of it and move with God according to the word that has been spoken because that prophetic word is releasing and creating things in the natural now I know many of the prophecies you have received, when you hear them, you don't believe them because you feel like you don't fit. You look at yourself and you say, but I don't qualify. That's why God sent the prophetic word, so that he can cause you to be qualified by the word that he has sent to you. We think it is the other way around. We think that the prophetic word is coming to foretell. And it is true the prophetic word comes to foretell. But it doesn't end at foretelling. The prophetic word comes pregnant with the ability to bring to pass that which it is declaring. And it comes to bring it to pass right there. So even though you don't have the ability, the fact that the word has come forth, that word has the ability to transform you and to bring to pass that which God has spoken about you life somebody say amen. amen we must understand the prophetic we must receive the prophetic we must understand prophetic release now many times we know the prophetic has been thus saith the Lord and yes it is true there is a very strong anointing when the man of God stands up and he says thus says the Lord and yes there are times we stand up and we declare thus says the Lord but there are times the prophetic flow is in our midst and the man of God did not say thus says the Lord the man of God did not say, now I'm prophesying. Hallelujah. Amen. Sometimes you don't need to say, now I'm prophesying. 
Those who are in the realm of the spirit are able to tell what a prophecy is when it is declared whether we say thus saith the Lord or not. And we must be able to understand the prophetic flow and the prophetic release even in those moments before the man says thus saith the Lord. Because when we appreciate that anointing then we begin to walk in the release of that anointing. God sends his word and that word comes with the ability to bring to pass that which that word is declaring. God is not depending on you to bring yourself into the destiny that he has for you. God's power, God's ability is able to transform you. God is depending on you for your faithfulness and your obedience. The rest belongs to God. Hallelujah. God is not banking on you. God is banking on himself. The only thing he requires of you is your faithfulness and your obedience. Hallelujah. Because when you understand your faithfulness and your obedience and you give it to God, God is able to work with it and give you what you don't have. So when you come under the prophetic flow, you receive that word with faithfulness, with meekness and you respond to it with obedience when you respond to that prophetic word in obedience then God quickens the word then God quickens the circumstance then God quickens you to bring to pass that which the word has declared hallelujah we many times think that the ability is ours but the ability is not ours the ability is God's and we must appreciate God's ability in our lives and flow in the ability of God that we may see the manifestation of the glory of God I'm reminded in the Bible. Elijah is in the, in the midst of a crisis. It's a famine. And, uh, and the Bible says that uh, uh, he came to this widow and the, and the, and the widow had nothing. And the, and the, and the, and the Bible say, he, he, he looked at her and he said, give me something. And she had nothing. And he said to the woman, uh, uh, she said, look, I only have the last piece of bread and uh, the last oil to make the last piece of bread so that we can eat it, me and my son, and we die. And Elijah said, Elijah said look, before you eat it to die, eat it, um, make that bread and give it to me. When I receive that bread, it will be well with you. Now the Bible declares that Elijah received the last morsel of bread from this woman. And when he ate that bread, when he received it as a seed, the anointing took over. The pot never ran dry and the woman was never killed in the famine because she and her son were supplied for right through. Now, you see the mistake is the woman could have thought that Elijah is interested in her one muscle of bread. But as a woman of God, she had to look beyond and see that actually it is not about the one muscle of bread. God wants to give me more than myself. Listen to me, people of God. What God wants to do in your life, you cannot do it in your own ability. You cannot do it in your own wisdom. Your connections cannot get it done. You need the supernatural intervention of God so that what is done is not according to your ability, but it is according to the ability of Almighty God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So look beyond yourself and look to God. Look beyond your wisdom and look to the wisdom of God. Look beyond your strength and look to the strength of God. And when the prophetic anointing of God comes down and his word is released, 
seize that word because the ability to fulfill that word is embedded in that word. And as you seize that word, it will quicken you and move you and bring you to where you must go at. The Bible says of Mary, the mother of the Lord Jesus, the angel of God came to her and he said unto her, you have been favored of God, you will be of child even though you know not a man. She did not doubt that word. She received that word and he said, let it be unto me according to your word that you have spoken, Lord. In other words, that word came with the ability to cause this girl to conceive child that in spite of her inabilities, in spite of her limitation, she conceived and was able to bring forth not because of her might but because of the anointing that was upon that word. Hallelujah. Receive the prophetic unction so that that prophetic unction can release great things in your life. Amen. That's why I'm not afraid to declare the future that you're going to. That's why I boldly, confidently declare I see expansion. Amen. I see expansion. Actually, I see explosion. You're going to expand and expand and uh, beyond the expansion, you're going to explode. Hallelujah. You see, expansion is orderly. Expansion is, uh, uh, is in a systematic fashion, but explosion is not orderly anymore. Explosion is out of your control. I declare over your life, you're going to see the explosion of the things of God in your life. Hallelujah. You're going to see an explosion in numbers. You're going to see an explosion in favor. You're going to see an explosion in finances. You're going to see an explosion in influence. You're going to see an explosion in the move of the spirit of God. You're going to see an explosion in the realm of the natural because in the realm of the spiritual there's been a release and that release is going to bring the manifestation in the physical realm. Hallelujah. There's going to be an explosion in your ministry, in your life, in your family, you're going to see an explosion of the God kind. Hallelujah. I declare it here. You're going to see souls harvested. You're going to see multiple services. You're going to see more and more people coming in that there will not be enough room. Hallelujah. You're going to see more miracles, signs, and wonders. Hallelujah. God is using this ministry. God is setting this ministry as a national ministry that there will be national influence hallelujah it is going to have national influence from this corner to that corner from the south to the north there's going to be national influence and there's going to be such an explosion that it will be beyond you when people look at it they will say surely it is not these people because they could not have done it like this surely this is the doing of God surely this is the doing of God hallelujah Amen. There is an anointing to bring things to pass. Amen. So it is not about you. It is all about God. It is you understanding what God is releasing and you grab it and you run with it. Hallelujah. It is you understanding where God is going and you go with God. Amen. Amen. Number two, if we are going to flow in the anointing, we must receive an impartation. And I'm, I know we have talked a lot about this anointing to cross over. We must receive an impartation. What is impartation? Impartation is divine transfer. Impartation is when the anointing, the unction has been in place A, it is now transferred to place B. The impartation and uh, uh, release of the anointing is when we have not been operating under it and it is released by God from 
from heaven from on high and is released in our midst. Listen to me people. There is a divine impartation for you, a divine strength, a divine ability for you to bring to pass that purpose of God in your life. There is a divine impartation. The Bible talks about Elisha and Elijah. And Elisha kept on following Elijah when he knew that he'd be taken up in a whirlwind. And the Bible said they crossed over Jordan and Elijah took the mantle that was upon his back and he smote the waters and he said let me, uh, uh, let, let, let's, let, let me go to the other side and he smote the waters and the waters split and he crossed over with Elisha. When they got to the other side the Bible say a chariot of fire came and took up Elijah and Elisha did not see him anymore. Uh, but uh, the mantle of Elijah fell down. Remember Elisha had been asking for a double portion of the anointing upon Elijah. And Elijah said what you ask for is difficult but if you watch me go what you ask for you will have it. And the Bible declares when the mantle fell down Elisha picked up the mantle of Elijah. He picked up that big old mantle and he smote the, the, the rivers of the Jordan and he said where is the God of Elijah? And when he smote the river that river split in two and the prophets who were upstairs upstream who were watching the drama unfold they looked at Elisha split the old the, 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 the river Jordan and they began to say surely there has been a divine transfer and they said the spirit the anointing that was on Elijah has now come on to Elisha and when Elisha arrived where the prophets were they knew beyond the shadow of a doubt they had been a divine impartation. Listen to me. As you get ready to cross over, God is going to give you a divine impartation. God is going to give you a divine deposit. God is going to give you a divine release. So that inside your spirit, so that inside your life, there is a divine deposit of God that divine manifestation of God's glory is going to ever flow increasing in your life. If you appreciate that the crossover takes an anointing and you pursue God and seek him until that anointing is released upon your life, there will be an impartation and now you have it. Amen. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. When you have it, you're good to go. When there has been an impartation, you are good to go. Listen, we must set God to the place of impartation. What is impartation? Impartation is a download. Some of you have been online and you're trying to download a document and you open it online, but you have not downloaded it into your hard drive. You can see it online. As long as you're online, you can read it. As long as you're online, you can uh, interface with it. But when you are offline, it has not been downloaded, so you cannot access it. Amen. That's what happens. People come to church. As long as they are in the church, as long as it is Sunday morning, they feel the anointing, they feel the unction. When it is Monday morning, they don't feel anything. They need to come back to church to feel that anointing in order to function. That's because you have experienced it, but it has not been imparted yet. When the anointing has been imparted, it is as if you have downloaded it, and now it is on your hard disk. It is, you don't need to be online to access it. You can work with it even though you're not online. You can modify it. You can, you can improve it. You can apply it to your circumstance, to your situation because you've downloaded it and it is resident with you. Hallelujah. So whether someone sings hallelujah 
or not, whether the choir is available or not, it does not matter. What counts is that you had a download, and that download has been released inside your spirit, and you have with it you have it with you 24 hours a day in your strength, you have it in your weakness, you have it because there has been a download. Amen. Samson had such a download that the guy, even in spite of his sin, the Bible says he woke up one night in the middle of the city of Gaza and he realized he was in the wrong place. He got up and he picked the gates of Gaza, put them on his shoulders and he ran up the mountain and he put them on top of the mountain. Even at his worst moment, the guy still had an unction. Why? They had been an impartation. They had been a download. Now he had a permanent manifestation of God's anointing. Listen, we must pursue God to the place of download. To the place where there is an impartation so that we have an ever-present release and manifestation of his power and his spirit. Hallelujah. You're going to cross over, amen? But if you're going to go into the great things that God has for you, do not be sad satisfied with having that ability to plug in and experience God and then when you plug out of church, plug out of, 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 of the conference, you lose it. You should press on to the place of a, a, proper, a proper download, a proper manifestation, a proper impartation so that everywhere you go, you have that release upon you. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know, when you have electricity at your home, you must be connected to the grid to have that electricity. Amen. When your wires are broken off the grid, you are in a blackout because you're not connected to the grid anymore. But what about if you had a generator? Whether you're on the grid or not, you generate your own electricity. Amen. Whether it's raining or not, you generate. Whether these people of, what are they called, Tanesco? Whether they chop your, your, your service or not, you have your generator. You are able to generate. Amen. When you get to the place of being a generator, then we can get up and send you to Moshi. We can say, go to Moshi. We want upper room ministry church established in Moshi. And you can go to Moshi and find devil, devils and demons and sorcerers. And you have gone there with the ability to generate. You set up shop in Moshi and you'll say, listen to me, Moshi. This is what we are going to do. I have come with the ability to generate. Amen. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. If we are going to cross over, we must press on to the place of impartation. Impartation is when it has been transferred to you. And that unction is now resident upon you. As I get ready to conclude here, number three. If we are going to cross over and flow in that anointing to cross over. Number three, we must go to the place of manifestation. Remember, we have talked about the prophetic flow, which bothers. We have talked about the impartation, which gives us a resident, ever-present manifestation and experience of the glory of God. Now we want to talk about the manifestation of that anointing. This is very important. God gives his anointing that the anointing may be used. The anointing is not given for show. The anointing is to be used. Every time the anointing is for show and it is not bearing any fruit, God takes back that anointing because God's anointing and God's unction comes upon you that God may use you to impact somebody for the kingdom of God that anointing comes upon you that you may be used in the kingdom 
Now, if you're going to cross over, you must cross over with the mentality saying, I need to be used in the kingdom. The anointing that is coming upon me is that I may be useful in the kingdom. Because when you become useful in the kingdom, God has every reason to give you more. Amen. The reason why God gives some preachers a lot of sermons is because they are preaching every day. Two, three sermons. The reason why he doesn't speak to some preachers is because they are not preaching anywhere. They are not speaking on God's behalf. It takes them two months to preach to two people. Hello. Are you still there? God is not going to give you that unction for sure. So that you can feel good about yourself. God is is going to anoint you so that he can use you for his glory. So that his kingdom may be expanded. Anointing that is not used evaporates. It is no good. It is not there anymore. If you want the anointing to thicken, you must use it. Because the more you use, the more God will replenish. If you don't use it, God will not replenish it. So it will finally run out in order for you as a child of god to get into the depths of that anointing to cross over you must be using it we are talking about crossing over we're talking about uh, uh, a release of souls we're talking about a release of uh, harvests uh, the harvest of souls god wants to use you to bring in souls so the anointing is giving you must be bringing in souls that means when you're, when you're out there doing what you do, you're leading two, three people to Jesus. You're leading four, five people to the Lord. So next Sunday when you're coming to church, you come with two, three people that you've led to the Lord. Now God says, this one I need to give more anointing. Hello somebody. Are you here today? Are you here today? If you do not flow with the flow of God, God says, no, this is the waste of my resources. This is the waste of my anointing. I have studied revivals over the years. And all revivals die out when we stop winning souls to Jesus. Because it is a waste for God to pour out his anointing. And souls are not being won. Hallelujah. Every move of God, it, every manifestation of the fruit and the gifts of the Holy Spirit is geared towards winning souls into the kingdom. Now, when souls are being won, God is saying, look, they need more anointing because now they are busy working. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. Amen. The only way you're going to get more ammunition is if you have used up the ammunition that God has given you. God is not giving you any more ammunition in the realm of the spirit until you have fully used what he has given you. One of the saddest things to see in the church is people lining up to get an anointing that they don't need. That they are not going to use. And then they come back next Sunday and ask for an anointing and they are not using it. And they are not impacting anyone for God. They are not speaking the word of God to anyone. They are not being an influence to anyone around them. It's only a matter of time and they run dry. Because God is not going to keep giving you what you are not using. You must appreciate the action of God is precious and it can bring change in the world. And the only way we can continue in that anointing is when we continue using it to expand the kingdom. Amen. When you have manifestation, the manifestation of the glory and the power of God, then you will grow and go to greater heights in the anointing. Amen. 
Because that manifestation is taking you from one level to another. Oh, before I saw the healing anointing flow in my ministry, I began to pray for sick people. They would not get healed, but I still prayed for them. Until God started healing them. Minor, minor diseases. Headaches, flu, toothache. I tell you, I went to hospital after hospital. Anyone with headache, flu, and toothache, I'm laying hands. I laid hands and I saw so many headaches healed, so many flus and, and toothaches healed. I said, God, let us step it now. Now let us take it up. I want an anointing for malaria. And I began conquering malarias and fevers. I conquered those things for a good three months. I said, God, step it up. We need some deaf ears opened now. And God began to open deaf ears. God began to open deaf Then I step it up. I say, God, now I want the dead to rise. Hallelujah. So I began to go to hospitals looking for the dead to rise, laying hands on them, releasing the power and the healing anointing of God upon the dead hello 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 God is not going to give you an anointing so that you can look at yourself in the mirror and you say oh I look so good God is not going to give you an anointing so that you can come in church and show off to us church people and, uh, and show us how you have wonderful tongues like a tractor and then everyone will say oh the tractor is in the house the rest of you keep quiet tractor is praying now huh god does not give you the anointing so that you can show off god gives it to you so that it can bear results the things of God are operational. They are not theoretical. They are operational. And when you become operational in the glory and the anointing of God, God gives you more. God says, this one needs more. I promise you, as you're winning more souls and bringing them to the kingdom of God, God will give you more anointing, more wisdom, more words, more favor, more opportunity, because he is using you and he can see the fruit in the kingdom. But if you're home, God is not going to give you the healing anointing because your TV doesn't need a healing anointing. Your remote control doesn't need a healing anointing. And the time you're spending in the kitchen with frying pans and saucepans, those pans don't need healing anointing. It is the sick that need healing anointing. Hello somebody. You don't understand but God did not recruit you to sit down and be a nice sister. When God called you and got you saved, his purpose was that you become a soldier so that he can empower you and enable you to have influence in the kingdom of God so that everywhere you go the kingdom of God will have arrived and when people look at you, when people interface with you, they will be interfacing with the very kingdom of heaven and God's glory and God's power will be manifest in your life everywhere that you go hallelujah that anointing to cross over will not flow until you are actively on the cutting edge having impact having a, a different making a difference making a change in the name of Jesus the more you do the more he gives you the more you do the more he gives you the less you do the less he gives you Soon he will take away everything you have. That's why the Bible says, He who has more, more will be given. He who has little, even the little he has, will be taken away. It is not just about money. It is about the unction as well. If you're not using that unction and increasing and growing in the anointing, you will not receive 
more. Amen. Tell your neighbor it's time to cross over. Tell your neighbor it's time to cross over. Come on, tell it like a preacher. It's time to cross over. Tell them don't stay where you have been. Go to another level. Go to another dimension. Don't stay where you have been. Go to a greater level. Go to a greater dimension. Go to a better place of the glory of God. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you for joining us today. Don't forget to subscribe and share the message to your family and friends. Follow us on our social media at Kingstar Church.